Welcome to Couch Sessions by YWAM Heidebeek. On this podcast, we sit down with YWAMers to have interesting and challenging conversations on their journey with Holy Spirit and how they live their day-to-day lives with God. So come, join us. This episode is hosted by Marita Winkler. I'm here today with Bart. Welcome, Bart. Thank you. And Bart is married, has a beautiful daughter and one more baby on the way. And Bart is in the leadership team of our Biblical Studies Center and is involved in very different things at the base, also running our Bible for Life school and other projects. And since when are you actually at Heidebeek, Bart? I did my DTS in 2010, but I joined staff in 2014. And... What I know about you is that you've done very different schools in YWAM. You've mm. So you've done your DTS, which is a discipleship training school, six months long. But then you also did a nine month of the School of Biblical Studies, where you really intensely study the Bible and get to know the Word. And you've done a School of Frontier Missions, which trains you to reach unreached people groups in the, in the world. And recently now you've done a worldview school. How are all those schools connecting to each other? And can you share a bit what was your journey doing all those schools? That's a good question. I think, uh, yeah, it's just a process that went uh, step by step. I think already from a young age, I had a passion for missions. In the years before my DTS, I also really got a heart for the persecuted church. And in 2010, I really felt God leading me to do a DTS with that focus. And then afterwards, I always got kind of this, this yeah, heart for missions and a desire to reach out and, and, and find my place. Like, Lord, how do you want to use me? I was studying at university at that time. But while I did my uh, DTS, I also saw a group of people studying the Bible in the School of Biblical Studies. So that made me also uh, quite, yeah interested and and yeah to see like hey what what are you guys learning and yeah how is it what are you exactly doing i think from a young age i grew up with the bible we had to learn many things by heart and i knew a lot of bible stories and knew a lot of knowledge about different facts in in those stories but yeah when i saw what they were taking out of out of god's word i really got excited and i thought i would love to do that as well so then I think two years after my DTS, I applied for the School of Biblical Studies. And yeah, it's a, a tough school, as they say. <laughs> I think like uh, I've never studied so, so much and so hard if I would even compare it to uh, yeah, my study at universities. But it, yeah, it was such a great time, like yeah, making so many discoveries and yeah, just learning more about the background of these stories and, and thinking, yeah, really from the perspective of the author, like what was their intention with, with these stories? And then suddenly some of those stories, you know, from, from, from childhood, from Sunday school, Mm. suddenly get so much more meaning Mm. and, um, yeah, they, they are so much more challenging than you thought. They are just not always those encouraging stories or, uh, or so thinking about the story of uh, Jonah and I saw it as a, a great story to learn like hey Jonah got a second chance I also get a second chance but then if you learn to read this story in its context and written to the people of Israel it's so much richer and so much deeper mm-hmm. so I really got excited about that and then not so long after uh, SBS there was also a Titus project running here in Europe 
And now I, I just joined this course because I thought like I learned so many things in the SBS and Titus really has the heart to bring these things to, to places to, yeah, where not so much Bible um, education is available. So we got a very short, intense training on like, how do you yeah, create a teaching? How do you teach um, cross-culturally? Uh, how do you make good illustrations? Uh, these kind of things. And yeah, we went on outreach to Indonesia and that was such a good time. We um, uh, ran seminars with mainly young people there and helped them to study the Bible for themselves. And yeah, I just saw how much the Bible impacted the young, these young people. And I also saw that God used me in, in, in the way I was sharing about it to make this impact. And for me, so at that point, something clicked and I thought like, whoa, God has given me a gift. Hmm. God has given me the gift to, yeah, to teach, to teach his word. And yeah, maybe that's my place in, in, in this big call to, to reach the world. So then afterwards, I just went back home. I worked for, for a bit, but I also went into a process like searching like, yeah, Lord, what do you have for me? Uh, what is the, yeah, what is the next step? I uh, looked at uh, several opportunities, but then I also really, yeah, felt God leading me back to Heidebeek to, uh, to come and staff here and work with Bible schools. Um, then f fast forward uh, a little bit, I got to know my wife. She also worked with Bible schools, so that was a good match. But we also both really had a heart for, for missions and to, to reach the, the unreached. So then I think we were married for about one and a half year. And yeah, we were also asking God like, Lord, what do you have for us as a, as a married couple? Um, do you want to send us somewhere? And just uh, some year uh, before when we had our honeymoon, we went to go to North Africa to spy out the land there to see like, Maybe God wants to use us in one of the, the YWAM teams that are, uh, yeah, that are de working there. Yeah, and then we also got into contact with someone who led the School of Frontier Missions here at Heidebeek. And we decided to apply to yeah, just also use this school as a, a, a place to, to just learn more about this whole idea of Frontier Missions. And also to yeah, find our place and our role in this whole mission and uh, the mission of God to uh, reach this world. But also something that we kind of discovered both a little bit in this time that we are maybe not the typical frontier missions people in the sense of, I think we wouldn't describe ourselves as, as um, evangelists or church planters or so. Um, so that also made us struggle a bit. And um, what we also saw during our honeymoon, yeah, in many of the teams that we visited, we didn't see ourselves working necessarily in exactly the same ministries at, as they were doing. So, yeah, that made us also a bit question and, and think like, yeah, what is our place now? And then at some point we, we in, in this Frontier Mission School, they also talked about, yeah, what is necessary to, to, to reach those nations. And we talked about uh, mobilization. We talked about training, we talked about sending and so on. And when those two words, mobilization and, and training came, something clicked inside of me. And I thought like, hey, this, this, this is where I fit. And this is where my, my giftings uh, yeah, also fit within this, this, this mission. So for me, that really led to a moment that I thought like, I really want to commit to yeah, train others and to help others to, to read God's word better 
and yeah, send them away as more complete missionaries when they leave Heidebeek again and to yeah, go into the world that yeah, I can play my role in just equipping them and training them in, in uh, studying God's word. And maybe there are other areas where I also can um, equip or not. Then uh, lately I've been doing the Worldview School. And actually during this School of Frontier Missions, we also talked about like, yeah, the, the history of missions. And yeah, one of the things that we saw is that, yeah, in many places the gospel has been brought. Lives, yeah, got dedicated to Jesus. But when we look to the society as a whole, not so much changed. It still seemed like that, that people who came to Jesus in certain countries where mis the mission movement already went, they still were stuck, uh, stuck in yeah, some of their old patterns. So somewhere they became Christian, but their mind was still animist. Or uh, we see it in some nations that are uh, for a big percentage uh, Christian, but there's still a lot of corruption happening, for instance. And yeah, the conclusion that, that I drew and that was also presented to us is that Christianity came, but their worldview didn't change. Their worldview was not conformed to um, yeah, what the Bible is, is teaching. And uh, for me, that, that also led a little bit to yeah, a, a, a root of discovery of like, okay, but how does that work? And how do you impact someone's worldview and what is a worldview and yeah these kind of questions and i started to look a little bit for myself i got into uh, contact with some of the the teaching of darrow miller who also uh, wrote some books that are published within ywam and that really helped me to yeah to understand a little bit more yeah what is a worldview what role does it play what role does it play in the uh, in, mis in a missional context but also in the yeah, development of a, of a nation, of the building of a nation. And at that time, I also saw that um, when I see like as a, a ministry, we also teach in DTSs. We teach about the story of the Bible. And uh, yeah, we helped use that to help students to yeah get a, a better overview of what the Bible is about. And in that way, we're yeah training these young people to to know God's word better, but also with the heart that they go out and, and make disciples and yeah, disciple this world. But the majority of the students that we get in here are students that yeah maybe do their DTS as a part of a gap year, for instance. And um, they come here and they go back to university or they come here and they find a job in society. And I also started to question myself like, okay, but how can we also equip these people to uh, make a difference on the places where God brings them? Because... Yeah, missions is not only going to another continent and focus on the unreached people groups, but missions is also yeah, showing God's kingdom just in the spheres of society as we uh, talk about in, in YWAM. Yeah, and that is also something that, that has to do with worldview. How do you look at missions? How do you look at the world around? And yeah, in my heart, this desire uh, started to kind of learn more myself in order to be able to to equip others to just make a difference and to see this world yeah transform more and more and yes yeah, see more of god's kingdom on just all of society and so that's a little bit my my journey and i think i'm still on the journey but yeah that's how i kind of stepped from one thing in, uh, to another but i think it's all connected because it's all elements that are so important yeah to 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 reach the world and to yeah be salt and light in in this world indeed yeah. and 
So what would you say is worldview and why is it important to know the worldview of a culture? The worldview is basically the lens through which you look at reality. So the lens that you use to describe what you see around you. So everyone has a worldview, even if we're not aware of it. And everyone tries to, to make sense of what they're observing. And they try to bring this together into kind of some kind of coherent story to describe yeah, what this world is like and how the world is working. And often we use this example of a pair of glasses. Uh, a worldview is like a pair of glasses. You look through your glasses in order to, to see this world and make sense of it. It's not that you always study your glasses, but it's an instrument to look through. And in that way, everyone has such a set of glasses that they use to look at the world around them. Could you just name some aspects of life? So like, how do I see, how can I see different things than others? Because it's all the same things. Can you explain a bit? How does it work with the glasses? How do they influence us? An example I, for instance, use had to kind of show like two worldviews next to one another. As, as YWAMers, we love to travel the world. We uh, go on missions trips and now we, we get confronted with many different things. We get confronted with poverty, for instance, and how we look at poverty. And we as Westerners, when we come to a country like India, for instance, look at a person who is poor. We also make, yeah, try to make sense. We get compassion. We think here is a person who is uh, suffering and we want to help them because that's what they need. That's what also what the Bible tells us. If you come and look at that same situation from a Hindu worldview, they believe in this whole idea of reincarnation, this cycle. If you have had a, 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 or if you did bad in your life before your next life, yeah, you have to bear the consequences of that. So when they see a person who is suffering on the streets, for instance, their idea is influenced by that worldview. So they see that same person, but they see someone who probably did something wrong in their, in their life before and reaching out to help them and reaching out to yeah, make sure that their suffering gets reduced is in a way interfering with the system and in that way, it could even be that this person has to suffer another life because you interfered. So you see that the worldview of that person results to a, a different outcome looking to the same situation. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. That's a very good example. So if I live in Europe now, for example, we're in the Netherlands. Mm. So I live in the Netherlands. Why is it important that I know in the Netherlands the worldview. Maybe I'm not planning to travel to a foreign nation. I'm not planning to go to India, but I'm in the Netherlands and I did a DTS. I go to study. Where would that help me? Now, we just talked to uh, about the difference between uh, a biblical Christian worldview or a Western worldview and an Eastern worldview. But as Christians, we also live in a society that's not always shaped... Um, by biblical values and we see that the west after the enlightenment became more and more secular and um, now that has influenced our world around us also a lot that has influenced the worldview of the people here in the west a lot but that's not always in line with the worldview that we get from reading scripture that we get from the bible uh, when we go to university 
certain teachings are presented to us, but they often come from a secular worldview. They, they don't take God into account or they, they, they believe that everything that is here is uh, the, the physical world, only what we can see with our eyes. Uh, life is about uh, uh, money. Um, there's only a limited amount of money available and the world is kind of a closed system. Um, and that's what we learn, for instance, with economics. But that's not always how, how God looks at this world. That's not always uh, in line with, with the teaching of the Bible. And I think as a Christian, if you really want to be able to make a difference at university or at um, your working place, it's good to understand like, okay, which, which elements do I agree and which of the teaching that I got agrees with the biblical worldview and where is this teaching maybe based on yeah, yeah, the whole secular movement? And yeah, where does it, where is it different than the biblical worldview? Yeah, so I hear from you that worldview is not only that a whole culture has one worldview, but there also can be different worldviews within the culture, yeah. depending your beliefs and your, your upbringings and your stories and positions. So how do I make sure that I have a biblical worldview in a world which sounds like there are a lot of worldviews? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I think that's why it's so important to, to study uh, the word, study the Bible and uh, yeah, also open ourselves to be confronted and to be uh, shaped yeah, by God's word. Uh, often in, in worldview schools, like Romans 12 is quoted, like do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but uh, re renew our minds, renew our thinking. And that's something that we constantly need to do. We need to study the word of God. We need to see like, what, what does it say? How does this describe the world as it really is? And where is my mind maybe still following the patterns of this world? And yeah, that talks about any aspect of life. It's, um, it talks about how we look to wor work. And do we go to work to just get our paycheck? Or do we go to work to nah, build our identity or uh, um, uh, get some sense of uh, self-fulfillment or self-development? Uh, or do we see work as, as a, a place to show and build God's kingdom? Do we see work as, as worship? that's so beautiful in the Hebrew language. This, this word that is used for worship can also be translated into work. And um, so in the Hebrew mind, this whole idea of work and worship is so connected. And so often we kind of separate that. We see work as a necessary evil that we just do to make sure we can pay our bills. And I think the new generation, uh, Generation Z, they do want to make a, a difference, but for whom? Yeah, are we still kind of trying to, to grow ourselves? Are we yeah, building, do we want to develop ourselves through our work? Or do we really see it as a, a, a place where we um, yeah, can show something of the kingdom of God? Mm. And I think like many areas, if you're like studying economics, like yeah, even there, I think uh, the biblical worldview can really help us to think in, in, in different ways then maybe what is always presented at university, there is presented a lot of truth and wisdom, but sometimes some of this, uh, these um, things that are taught to us are based on a secular understanding of the world. And then slowly you will see that 
it also goes away from yeah what Christianity teaches. So I really understand the importance of a biblical worldview because I need to be aware what my beliefs are and actually what the Bible's beliefs are and I want my beliefs to be the Bible's beliefs so I can check what's what's presented to me. Hmm. And what what would be the next step to not only filtering what I hear but actively influencing where I am to really transform my surrounding and you kept said in the beginning you really you want to see societies transformed not only mm. the gospel broad but really a transformation happening in the society how can we move into that direction as christians i can say some things about that i also am still on this journey myself so yeah that's uh, good to know i think it starts with knowing the word of God, starts knowing um, yeah, how God looks at the world, how God looks at um, how God describes certain realities. It also starts with understanding the world and how, how do the different parts of life function. And um, so like I think studying politics or studying econ economy or studying business that are all good things because it helps us to understand like how does this work and then I think it also involves a lot of thinking a lot of thinking and like okay but how does this biblical text or how does these revelations um, how does theology apply to this 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 sphere what does it has to say about this this area of life um and i i think there um and we need to learn to to think well and to reason well but of course we we are part of a whole community of christians of believers worldwide um there are many good books to read about several things because we're not doing this on our own we're part of a big community and then it's also, um, yeah, we need wisdom to how, how, how do we put this into action? And I think like, yeah, that's also good to, to keep in mind. Yeah? We need God to move. We need his spirit to give us creative ideas on how to apply it. And yeah, the different ways to, to, to put it into action. So yeah, we can come up with all these great theories of, of um, worldview and theology and, and whatever. But I think also a big part should be played by just being on our knees and just hearing from God. Like, Lord, this is my situation at work or this is my situation at university. Help me to, to have the wisdom to yeah, bring, bring this revelation from your word and bring yeah, my understanding of this world together and yeah how do you want me to do this because so often we think like yeah let's build God's kingdom but I think at the end it's not us who are building God's kingdom God is building his kingdom and we can play a part in that and I think that asks also a lot of humility from us I some time ago read a quote from uh, someone who said like we don't build God's kingdom we submit to it and I think that really has yeah brings this attitude of yeah humility and humbleness before God mm -hmm. and I think it's also a question of just connecting with with other believers and see like hey what can we do together how can we in our relationships together show something of uh, yeah God's kingdom how can we bring reformation on the place that we are called 
Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. sometimes you're confronted with a certain issue uh, of injustice. How can we battle this this injustice in a biblical way? How can we respond from a Christian perspective on this injustice? And yeah, that also asks prayer and that asks, yeah, also a lot of thinking from, from our side. So I hear that it's important that we're rooted in the word, we understand the worldview of the Bible, but also we should have understanding about the worldviews in our surroundings, in the nation we are, with the people we work, with the people we live, and yeah, really also dig into have knowledge but also be connected with other believers be in community and pray yeah that sounds actually doable Mm. (laughs) that we all we all can have a part in living Mm. an influential life we're already at the end of our time and it's been super fun talking and i think in the end i'm just curious what your hopes are what you can use your life for how you can yeah be of influence with your life in the future we heard you're on a journey where do you hope this journey will lead you yeah it's my prayer that my life will bear fruit for the kingdom of god that i can just walk alongside people and help them yeah just for within the little uh, yeah bit that i have to give in order to show something of, of of the kingdom of god in 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 the place where they are called by God. Yeah, if that's on the mission field somewhere in, in, in an unreached people group, I think that, that that brings joy to my heart. But if it means that that I can help someone else to, to see their workplace as a, a mission field as well, and um, just give some, some tools how to make a difference there, I think that are things that, I, I, yeah, that bring me joy. That sounds really good. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bard, for your time and for the chat we had together. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you.